Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are continuing our series on the science of staying happy. And we've covered the four different neurochemicals that we're going to be going over the next several days in detail, showing you how to hack your system and create more of these neurochemicals. So we covered dopamine, oxytocin, endorphins, and serotonin. So if you missed those, I would encourage you to go back to the beginning of this series and listen because that was the science behind each one, the purpose of each one, the role they play in our bodies and how important they are. So those those were some foundational pieces that you'll need to have to understand the rest of this fully. So we're going to concentrate on dopamine today and I have a lot to cover. In fact, I don't even know if I'll get through this in one, <laughs> in one episode. So it may be a two-part episode for the dopamine. But I want to start out by talking about a few things that you need to know regarding dopamine. First of all, you know, what causes lower dopamine? So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the reactions that we have and the symptoms that we may be having if we are low or deficient in dopamine. Then we're going to go ahead and talk about how to raise that dopamine. And that is going to be a huge topic in itself. So let's get started with how we end up lowering our dopamine. Well, first of all, it's through things that we all typically do on occasion, day to day. Um, Stuff that we may not even realize is affecting our dopamine levels, but really is, and especially if we do it habitually. So the things that lower dopamine are things like procrastination, (laughs) self-doubt, laziness, blaming others, or taking the victim mentality always lowers dopamine, Making excuses instead of just getting it done, taking the easy way out, you know, whenever we can, uh, eating junk foods. So very unhealthy diet can lower dopamine. Sugar is a huge culprit, and I could probably do a whole series on sugar, uh, but we're going to try to keep things short today. Too much caffeine or too much alcohol can all contribute to lowering dopamine. Now, obviously, that's not an exhaustive list, but it gives you a a fairly good idea where we're starting with this. Reactions to having lower dopamine or dopamine deficiency is that then it perpetuates itself and it ends up making us want to take the easy way out all the time. In fact, even settling for less, um, being satisfied with small results. Now, they did a whole study on rats And they did, they actually had two sources of food. One was harder to get to than the other, much harder, but it had a more plentiful supply and more of the rat's favorite things. The other was a much smaller portion, not not necessarily the rat's favorite things, but it was very easy to get to. And the rats that were lower in dope, that tested lower in the dopamine, always took the easy way out and settled for a lot less. Symptoms of dopamine deficiency are things like muscle cramps, spasms, tremors, restless leg syndrome, aches, pains, muscle stiffness. So the muscles are really strongly affected by dopamine deficiencies. Issues with balance, even constipation or weight gain are symptoms of a dopamine deficiency. Uh, You may have focus issues, brain fatigue, brain fog. You may feel very moody, up and down, crazy motions. 
um, procrastination is it as again and I know we've mentioned that a couple of times here but not only does it lower dopamine but then again it per- perpetuates itself and so it makes us more procrastinate so it's not a good thing long-term effects of staying low in dopamine are things that are more devastating like Alzheimer's disease in fact Parkinson's and, and I know someone who's struggling with Parkinson's and they're later in life of course and they actually were, were ordered a D-scan, which is a scan they do on the brain to, to see how, how, how low your dopamine levels are so that they can determine how deep and how severe the, the Parkinson's disease has set in. So, I mean, these are some severe cases of long-term effects, but depression is usually the precursor to that, okay? So depression is obviously a long-term effect of being low in dopamine, as is serotonin. In fact, when we get to serotonin, we're probably going to overlap on some of these. Bipolar disease is another symptom uh, or long-term effect of having a deficient dopamine levels. Binge eating. Addictions and even mental disorders are all long-term effects of staying low in dopamine for too long. And, and typically, you know, we get ourselves into that situation by not changing it. You know, we allow ourselves to stay in those levels of procrastination, excuses, victim mentality, laziness, taking little effort, you know. And then we just kind of blow it off and pretend, well, it's no big deal. You know, this is just how I am. This is just my personality. You know, my dad was like that or my sister or whatever. And we can use all those excuses, but then that only just sends our dopamine levels even further down because we're just reasoning with ourselves that it's okay. And, and what we don't realize is that we've created this deficiency that is absolutely essential for us to thrive. And we don't have to be that person. We don't have to stay in that funk. You know, and, and we'll even blame like muscle stiffness, aches, and pains on age when in fact they're not on, in, in age. And I'm not saying that's that's necessarily true or not true but what i'm saying is it could very well be just the dopamine that's causing your problem (laughs) so um this is really this whole i guess episode turned out to be all the negative sides of being low dopamine or dopamine deficiencies and there's really a whole lot more that could be covered in this but i want to be able to move on to how to raise that dopamine so we're going to go ahead and save that for tomorrow but i'll give you a hint i'll give you a big hint (laughs) the biggest way And the most construct way to raise dopamine is through your routine. I mean, I've studied this, and and I'm telling you, it comes up again and again and again. It's about having a routine, and that is really what what I'm all about. That is what this series has been all about. That's what these podcasts have been about, is routine. So we're going to dive into that tomorrow. It's going to involve things like food and and you know and things that you can do and, and things that you can work on to create that great dopamine raising routine. So thank you for joining. Um, I know this one has been probably a little bit dopamine lowering in regards to its its uh, nature, but tomorrow we're going to jump right up and dive into the raising dopamine. So thank you for joining. This is Michelle Stephens with Your Journey to Greatness and Routine. Hope you have a fantastic day and look forward to having you again tomorrow. Please share the podcast with others. Let them know what we're doing. Thanks so much.